One more time from the top. top, top, top. Hey everybody, how's it going? You're listening to the one and only Start Over Podcast. I'm your host Giovanni Martelli, and without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce my homeboy, the one and only, the wavy hippie. Let's go! What's going? What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? It's straight. It's straight. All right. So I don't know if you know, but let me give you a brief synopsis of what we do here on the podcast. Um, we pretty much talk about people's lives, listen to people's stories in regards to how they found what it is their niches and how they enjoy and pursue whatever it might be their craft and just hearing stories. So without further ado, without me dragging on for way too long, at least go on ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Wavy Hippie. Um, I'm 23. And I'm also a music producer also, um, slash choreographer. And I also liked mainly do music prior. That's basically my background of me. Um, I work at Urban Outfitters, you know, just a basic kid, you know, with many, ta- with many talents and whatnot. So it's nothing too crazy about myself. You know, I'm just regular like everybody else. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So tell me a little bit more about your background story and like what really kind of led you into getting into what you got into. Um, it started when I was like five, um, when I started playing the piano. And then that's when like all the music background came from or the artistic flow came from, you know. Um, I started mm-hmm. like... You know, I started simple. You know, I did recitals, whatnot, this and that. And I did music theory, all that stuff. So I have the music thing down packed. And then from then on, you know, as I'm growing, I always surround myself with music and, you know, with art also. And then fashion came into play. I also um, dabbled into fashion. And, you know, I always try to combine those two because to me, it's like harmony to me when I put colors and music together and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, it's not. This is good. And from then on, I've been just, that's just been me. That's like, you know, an identity type of me. That's part of me type thing, you know? So. Okay. Yeah, I got you. So what necessarily came first? Was it the music or the fashion? The music. And like later on, like before, I didn't have no type of clothing. So (laughs) for me to do no type of fashion, mainly just music (laughs) and, you know, ever since then, I got really good with the music and then slowly... But surely, that's when the fashion is slowly starting to come up, and I start building my arsenal and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, I got to look good if I'm over here. Like, I have to have the music represent how I look. You know what I'm saying? So, if I play a song... Yeah, of course, yeah. Dev. Yeah, so when I play a song, you gonna be like, oh, yeah, you look like the type to make this type of... I'm like, yeah, you know, because I, re- I represent the song or represent the beat in some type of way, you know? Yeah, okay, okay, cool. So when did you start making beats and all that type of stuff? Since you keep talking about this music stuff, when when did the beat stuff start? I started around probably like 2018, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, it's going to be my third year making beats, so I'm kind of fresh. But, you know, but it, when you hear my music, it sounds like I've been doing it for years or for a long time. It's just that I catch on fast real quick. And, like, you know, I always listen to music. I always listen for the beat, this and that, da da da. And then once I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing it for like a three years prior, you know, start up small. 
shout out to my homeboy, um, Mr. Young Beast. He's been like helping me out. He's like a mentor towards um, me creating beats and stuff. So that's when he, you know, gave me, he made me fly, you know, jump out the bird's nest and I flew on my own and all that stuff. And then here I am. Oh, okay. Bet, bet, bet. So if I may, because the beat stuff sounds really, really cool. And I'm guessing the beat stuff really led you into the whole fashion direction. But what was kind of the inspiration that really got you into like making music? Because you said that you started making music around five when you were working on the piano, which is mad dope. I can't say the same thing. <laughs> but um, definitely when you was five, you spoke about the piano and um, just being really gifted when it came to music. So what was kind of like that that crossover that made you really start taking the whole music thing seriously? Like, when did you go ahead and find that music was probably going to be a gift that you didn't know you had before? So it started out with my church. You know, I've been playing for the church for some time. And then I've always been listening to, like, you know, my favorite artist is Kendrick Lamar. And I've been like, yo, and I'll be so intrigued about, like, the the method behind how he makes his beats sound like that. Then I listen to Thundercat. And I'm just like, yo, that sounds funky. I said, I could do something like this. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time. And then when I met up with my homeboy, he makes beats. And I'm like, yo, can you teach me? Because I would like to make my own. And, like, you know, I want to, like, be different. You know, I want to fall into the realm of Thundercat slash Kendrick slash... Um, J. Cole, like, you know, like, basically my beat is like art, you know, how like an artist will paint just like how my beats are art, you know what I'm saying? It won't make sense, but you have to have that ear to understand where I was going with, you know what I'm saying? So from then on, I've been just, yeah, Yeah, so from then on, I've been just doing it from there and yeah, that's when it take off from there, you know? Okay, bet, bet. So... I heard some inspirations in there. I heard Kendrick Lamar. I heard Thundercat. I heard a couple people. Um, what what gravitated to you besides it being like kind of a flow you want to stick with? Where do you see yourself going as to now when it comes to the whole music thing? Do you plan on taking it more serious? Like what are some things like have you put your music places? What are some things you've done with the music that's really that really you thought you couldn't accomplish beforehand that you've done recently or something you're working on now. Like give us, give us that inside detail. So what I'm trying to do is basically like do soundtracks. Like, you know how, um, I don't know if you watch, um, into the spider verse with the Miles Morales movie and stuff. Like, you know how he, of course, who hasn't seen that? That was fire. So like, if you listen to the soundtrack, there'll be, sometimes there'll be like a hip hop type of sound in the background or like, in um, uh, Spy- um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, the video game, and then, like, when he's swinging, the beats start playing when he's... I'm trying to get into that realm of doing different soundtracks for different video games or youth, um, videos, movies, whatnot, little shows and whatnot. Um, so far, I've done one with, like, a commercial for a brand called um, FNG. So it was pretty cool. You know, she hit me up. And the CEO hit me up. She was one of my closest friends. And she was like, yo, you can make a beat for me for a commercial. I mean, like, two for her. And, like, you know, it sound, it looks really good. It sounds really good with what she's trying to um, put out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm basically just in, like, in that realm for now. Um, I do want to work with people. You know, I do want to make beats for people. But, you know, I have to be patient. Some people say, yeah, I'm going to work with you, this and that. But, you know, they don't follow through. So I'm not really stressed 
saying? But I'm going to continue to build, like, portfolios and continue to, you know, grow from there, you know? Ah, uh, okay. So that's what's up. I definitely hear, I hear a lot of potential. So um, I we probably got to link up one of these days and figure out if I can get one of your songs to probably be, right. like, some background music over here. Because I would love to use some <laughs> of your work for um maybe an intro or something like that. Because, um, yeah. But, um, so... So what I'm getting at is you definitely taking the music stuff seriously and the music stuff has helped you pretty much go into a whole nother atmosphere than you were before. And I'm guessing that next atmosphere that it started to inspire was the fashion. So go ahead and start telling me a little so bit about that. The fashion aspect is it really took some time, not like how it was with the music. The music, I had to get the equipment. Same thing with the fashion side. I had to get clothes. You know, I had to, like, look at things. What what inspired me to wear this, wear that? Like, I had to feel the material. Like, I'm very critiqued on the material. I don't really just buy whatever. Sometimes I like to fill it out to make sure it's that good, you know, material and whatnot. Sometimes I like to, um, you know, um, wear, I don't really wear my, like, wear it when I'm in the store. Like, I don't just be, like, trying on clothes. I just know exactly, like, if I know I'm going to get it, I'm going to just get it. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I'm just thinking about it. Like, no. If I have a idea of how I'm going to wear it, like, because I like to plan out what, like, how long I'm um, going to wear it and where I'm going to wear it to and this and that sort of song. So if I buy this jacket, I have to think about, like, am I going to be in cold environments? Am I going to be... Um, gonna be outside a lot this and that like how often do i wear this how often do i wear that then i basically get my inspiration with fashion from watching anime now most of my clothes will um be inspired by anime outfits it may not look exactly like exactly like that but it's just the realm of how all the characters dress like that i was like you know what let me see if i could put that into life you know, it may not same color format, but I just like the style of it. You might have that. Um, you know that you watch that anime called Akira, bro. Who hasn't seen Akira? Akira right. is like probably like one of my top ten, not even top ten, top Facts. three. So when I watch Akira, I see the style of it. I see how they work. Um, they wear their clothes and that, and it's like an old, fa- like an old fashion anime vibes you know what i'm saying so i always try to like replicate that you know or i'll try to like come out outside the box with it you know but you know till this day i'm still you know working out some kinks there and there but you know yeah and clothing can be expensive <laughs> so it's not that easy to just get clothes anywhere like that you gotta be smart definitely definitely i feel that okay so um, you told me a little bit about Akira and how it kind of makes your style. What exactly would you say your style is? Because you told me a little bit about the anime and how that has inspired you. But what exactly would you say your clothing style is? Can you go a little bit more in depth? So that mainly, me? my clothing style is strictly on, like not strictly on, but it's mainly streetwear. Um, because with streetwear, like I got inspired by the Japanese or the the Japanese streetwear. You know what I'm saying? When I saw how they dress, I'm like, dang. That look clean. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring that over here. And then, like, so many, like, every now and then when I go in public, you know, people will be, like, complimenting. Like, yo, I like this fit. Yo, this is different. Tommy, what? This and that. Yo, it's coming something different. Because, like, I don't like to dress the same all the time or dress like how everybody dress. So I try to, like, look outside to see, like, you know, what's my taste. You know what I'm saying? So 
Streetwear has been always been my thing. I've done, I'm done dabble like you know, um, class uh, the classy look or the school look or the the uh, um the athletic look. The tech wear, tech wear is another thing that I go for too. Um, I I kind of experimented on tech wear, but tech wear is expensive. So I only got like a, I had to like improvise on certain things that I wear. So not all the time is going to be to the T. Sometimes I combine tech wear with street wear, or I compare um combine school wear with tech wear. Like I try to find different combinations of everything. So instead of it just one genre, I tend to like experiment both genres and see if it looks good together. Okay, that's actually really really dope. So, um, are there places you plan on going with the fashion too? Because it seems like you got the whole fashion thing down pat. Um, only reason I ask is because I see a lot of like, you know, on Instagram now and just like on YouTube where you got the people that are starting up these fashion channels and like these little like fashion videos where they go through the outfits and all that stuff. And it just seems really, really dope. Is that something you like you, you might possibly dibble and dabble into in the future because i definitely think there's people that might want to start taking up on some of your style because <laughs> you got me hyped up <laughs> i might just have to start going to the store myself and start upgrading my little drip a little bit you feel me um i did have like you know some couple ideas in mind like you know i've been thinking about making like a wavy apparel type stuff like different um shirts and pants and all that stuff Oh snap, y'all boys! You heard that? We got hey. merch on the way. We got merch on the way, man. No, we speaking that into existence. Merch in the way. Merch on the way. It's coming soon, boy. Y'all go copy little wavy merch. Yeah, it's quick. gonna be dope though. Like I'm gonna take my time with it as much as like you know I've been looking about and seeing like different materials. Like I was saying, like you know where I should get my clothes or where I should get my shirts from and this and that. I've been doing research. I've been working um talking with people that makes clothing and stuff and I'm trying to see if they can um do certain things and I'll try to make sketches and all that stuff. So it's not going to be like no ordinary like here you go um print and paste type of stuff. It's going to be like that authentic wear where like everyone could wear it as streetwear. Or, you know, casual, you can go to sleep in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make a comfortable clothing where, like, people go, like, do the re- regular things, you know, instead of that one specific thing, you know? So, it's going to be like a little something. I'm thinking, I'm, like, literally on the sketchboard with this. So, I'm really not trying to, like, go too crazy. But, yeah. All right, bet. Dope stuff, dope stuff. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, but um, we're going to be, like, right back. When I say right back, we're going to be right back. So, yeah, all right. Thank you so much for listening, and now a word from our sponsors. Hey, are you in the Queens area and are looking for a photographer or videographer to help promote your business, capture an event, or just need to be documented professionally? Well, then look no further than Fresh Eyes Photography, Inc., They've got you covered every step of the way from planning your next moment to giving you a lasting product that you can share for years to come. So don't wait. Check them out today at FreshEyesPhotographyInc.com and see what you can create with Fresh Eyes. 
All right, and we're back. Um, if you guys hadn't left for too long, I'm your host, Giovanni, and you guys are watching The Start Over. I got an awesome guest here today with me. His name goes by Wavy Hippie, and he's a good friend of mine from way, way back. I'm super-duper excited to have him on the show. Um, we've talked about so many things as far as inspiration and where he kind of came from, from some of the beginnings of starting out on a piano all the way up to being a um, audio engineer, beat producer, and fashion connoisseur it seems so um go ahead and jump jump us back into where we left off we were talking a little bit about some of the uh some of the fashion you were getting into some of the merch that might be coming in on the way and um how you plan on growing your fashion brand and also your music company um i tried to um combine the both Oh, I'm, a, I'm like later in the future. I will combine both the music and the um the fashion part together. Um, most of the time, like say like I get a make a beat and then I start to um make clothing. I'll probably make the name of the beat like say one of my beats named Ramen Noodles, right? And I'll put that on a shirt. It'll be mm-hmm. like me in Ramen Noodles in a cartoon look or a cartoon. And people will be like, oh, that's one of his beats. He put that. Down the shot. <laughs> Just saying, because everybody hopping on the whole NFT wave, dog. I think you might, you might be on this. Something I'm that and them things sold for four hundred bands. Yo, that's crazy. Four hundred bands. You know what you could do with four hundred bands? Offer some digital art, some digital art, bro. <laughs> some dip, man. Listen, wavy. You gotta like. So you guys can't see it because we're not physically like recording the screen or anything, and that might come in the future. But just stay tuned. Um. Like what he's talking about is his his background here, and of course I'm going to leave the, uh, um, all of his follows and socials and stuff in the description, so you guys can go ahead and definitely check my boy out. But um, what he's referring to is kind of his cartoon look that he has here, and it's really kind of cool. And so please be sure to check him out down in the socials below. Actually, can you go ahead and shoot me your socials right quick so that everybody can know where to find you at and where to find these dope beats yeah, and you. awesome trends you setting? You. Oh, no, tell like, them. Like, tell the people. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, tell them, my boy. This I'm man is over here. Like, <laughs> no, this man I is over here texting me the socials, bro. <laughs> I mean, still, nah. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, still I send you, it, I but I wanted you to tell the people got, where to find you. I got you. So, my Instagram is, my Instagram is uh, the way hippie. <laughs> The Instagram is the wavy hippie. That's W. Um, oh, what kid? That's T. <laughs> it's a, it's T H E wavy hippie. All lowercase and it's all together. 
and you'll find me. You'll find like a picture of a Shikamaru as my profile picture. Don't ask why. So yeah. Nah, now we gotta ask why, bro. Why we, Why you got? I, I ain't gonna even try to repronounce that. Why you got whatever your name is as your? No, um, you should know who that is. As the background. Look, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a minute. I know I should. Okay, I'm. A, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I have not watched anime religiously like I used to, really and truly. And this is gonna sound really, really bad. But I haven't watched anime religiously since high school. And the last time I was like diehard, diehard, diehard. Diehard party, but um, on Titans. I don't know if you were at that party with us that day, but um, that's I remember when Attack on Titans used to high school. Okay, so we were all band kids, and I feel like Tommy should definitely touch on this a little bit more right. as far as, like, inspiration for music, but, like, bro, us band kids yeah. were some anime connoisseurs. Like, you had the cool kids who liked anime, and then you had the weird <laughs> motherfuckers who liked anime. I was in I was in the category of, like, a happy... I want to say me and Tommy were in that, like, nice, happy medium, where it's like, we could hang out with the cool kids, because, like... You know, we hung out with Robert, Shauna, and, like, right. you know, all the other popular kids that were on campus. But then we also hung out with, mm-hmm. like, Kobe and, like, like uh, and uh, damn, Harry. like, uh, Jerry and, um, and, like, Louis. But, no, but, like, Louis, right, right. Louis was, like, a, was, like, a cool kid. You feel me? Like, if you're going to be honest. Well, Louis was kind of in his own zone. <laughs> regardless, regardless, regardless. I'm getting off, to- I'm getting off topic. But, um, yeah, like. Anime, like attack when Attack on Titans dropped, every everybody and their moms was at home. Like we used to have, like when we went to Robert's house, I remember we we had a marathon. I, don't, I think we was all eating like ham, bro. Robert had no bread, no cheese. He was literally passing around ham, and we was just eating ham, watching Attack on Titans. I can't make this shit up. We had ham, ham and skittles. skittles. We was eat, watching Attack on Titans at like twelve o'clock at night because that's when it used to drop. It would drop. <laughs> Bro, ham and Skittles. I do not make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. Bro, you know exactly, you know exactly too. Like Miss Frazier's house had that one sofa that we would all try to pack up on and could not fit on. It was like me, Bradley, Shauna, Robert, you, Kobe, Malachi, uh I think Shiftwell was there. Damn, I, I really wonder what Shipwell is doing. Shipwell was one of those people that was like a diehard weed dog. Love Shipwell to death. I miss that dude. I might I might have to have to have to interview him on the show too. But um, yeah, man. Just as far as anime is concerned, that was like that was like a thing. But okay, enough of me going off on tangents. Why don't you tell us a little bit since I brought it up? High school. Tell us a little about about uh you and Ban before we get more so, in depth into with me this and band, fashion like thing I started band around do, 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 like freshman year like that was like the peak of me knowing how fire the band was I was like yo this look fire I think you, you remember Mr. Davis I don't know if you ever remember Mr. Davis you do okay, okay bro Mr. Davis was one of those teachers okay. yes bro remember, remember Mr. Davis used to teach me so 
Yeah, Mr. Davis was right, also like right, teacher of the right. year, right? Then he go meet so, Obama and all that. It was like shit. it was that peak where I was like, oh. So when I first yeah. came in, I was like, yo, I want to do drums. But then they was like, yo, we might need tubas. I was like, I said, man. That sounds very right. That sounds very, very right. Hit your ass with some left field shit. Because everybody was walking in trying to be on percussion. Everybody. Like, you, there's, it takes a special type of somebody to be in the percussion section. Like, you can't just be like, I'm going to be a part of percussion. No. You have to have a certain type of personality. I don't care. I don't care if you're doing core style or traditional style. There is a certain personality you have with being in the percussion session, with being associated with the percussion section. You are just known as a rowdy, <laughs> loudmouth, idiotic individual. You just, That is just, you embody that. It don't matter where, I don't care. You can show me any band in life. If you are making some type of beat or you're doing anything that requires drum and keeping the beat, you're you, you a menace. You are a menace to society, okay? I don't care what you got to tell me, dog. You can say whatever you want. You is a menace. And, like, if you was a part of that section, like, especially at our school, if you was a part of that section, everybody just straight up knew. You was doing something you ain't got no business doing. On G, you are quitting band, and the band director is calling you back, telling you, look, bro, we need you. And they is always like, man, I ain't coming back, back to this shit. Fuck this shit, right man. Uh, and making all type of noise, but then... You. Oh, what, God. man? Look, all I can think they about is funny. Isaiah and Terry. They funny. <laughs> Those two motherfuckers right there. Them they two, funny, bro. Them they two. Funny. I don't even got to get started. Isaiah and Terry... Right. Made band practice a thing, dog. All I can remember is Terry old, old, not what did he have? Braids? I don't even know what he had. Like, he had something on his head. He had, like, it was, it was braids or something. But just hearing that man talk, like, Mr. Juan just be talking, that man just start talking out of the blue. Everybody dying laughing, Mr. Juan hot. Bro, I said the oh, same. Shit, I miss band. <laughs> Fuck, I miss band. If I could go back, if I could go back and, like, redo school, that, like, I would just skip to the bedroom more like just just to experience that again just to, like my sophomore my freshman and sophomore year just to have those two motherfuckers back around <laughs> me again top tier top tier <laughs> every day was a fucking joke like every day we used to be in trouble every the whole band used to be in trouble because of them two motherfuckers everybody could be sitting minding their business mr Juan. Bro, I think the funniest day was when they pissed Mr. Wan off so bad and he just kicked everybody out the back. He said, everybody go home. Oh, I'll never forget that shit. I was like, y'all don't push this man to a plate. Like, and you know exactly what he did, too. Just sitting in his office, just like, I don't get these kids, Bro. man. I don't get these what's kids. What's so crazy these is, kids, like... These kids, man. Nah, you good, you good. But, like, but, what's so crazy is, oh, like, shit, you know, as I was in, like, the tuba section, my homeboy, the homies, Randon, um... And what's his name? What's his name? Kareem and Philipper. It was a Philipper? Yeah. Philipper and um I think I think that was it. Oh, I don't shit. know if it's just us four. Yes. Yes. Somebody else. I feel like it was oh, somebody else, God. but I don't know. But it was lit. Like at first I was kind of dragged. I'm like, damn, this kind of trash. I thought I was even gonna have fun doing this. But then like as I'm like watching Randon and Kareem and Philipper going crazy, I was like, you know what? I think I could do this, you know? So it took some time to get used to, but, like, you know, when they graduated, it was just all on me. And then it was, um, that's when Devon came through. And then, um, 
couple, I forgot, I don't remember anybody who came on like sophomore year, junior year like that. But, right, we had Kalan. I think Kalan Kalan came through around junior. um, It was you, there's there's um, James. What's the name? I can't remember his name right um, now. yeah, there was a James nah, in the tuba section. section. He got glasses. He was in the back. You you couldn't even like. I don't think you paid. He was still new because I think they were freshmen at the time. So yeah. Oh 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 yeah yeah no no but that you, you oh the OG back. OG so okay the OG got, was like OG, like OG section so it was huh. Philipper you yeah uh, so yeah OG OG because you had you you had Devon you had um Joseph fuck. Joseph there you go Ms. that's Brown's, his name Joseph because I was like I was, I was there you go I was like damn that was his name yeah 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 okay no because I'm about right. to that unlocked another right. memory for me too bro his house right. was another house that was just lit like growing up it was Robert it was Robert and Joe's like house we were at them motherfuckers houses <laughs> bro every day was a party bro I remember Right. Man, listen. Every day was a fucking party at their house. I don't understand how they like, like Miss Frazier. You know, she only let like certain people in her house, but like everybody used to hang out outside. But Joe's <laughs> house, man, fuck that shit. Everybody, bro. I remember going there over the summer, and the day just starting out with just me and Joe chilling, and then by the end of the day, it's like twenty motherfuckers in the house. <laughs> always, always. There's like, bro, the whole band used to be deed up, like. And I remember that's when GTA <laughs> had first dropped. Bro, Joe had like this, it was like a low resolution TV, but it had a it was a big TV. And we all had the ability to play like tech, because of course Shifa was bringing the PS2. And then there was a pool in the backyard, but it was always dirty. And all we would fucking <laughs> eat is popcorn. I'm sorry. High school was such a was such a great time and like like I feel like band truly fell off when like Joe graduated, cause you couldn't tell me that that wasn't the link up spot. Like if we was not at school, bro, people would walk from school. Bro, I used to have mm-hmm. this red scooter. I was yeah. scoot all the way to Joe's house, and you know where I used to live. I lived across the street from the school. I had this red scooter, dog. I shit you not, I would scooter all the way to Joseph's house on this red scooter. And I would pull up there. I swear it was like every day, bro. It would be like all of us would just just link up at Joe's house. And his house used to be packed. I mean, when I tell you, I don't think y'all mm. understand. All of us would try to fit into their den. And it was right. like swole. And we was eating nothing but popcorn. Like, because they had a popcorn machine in the back. All we would eat is popcorn. Like oh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was saying that on that Instagram. I was like, "Yo, bro, I miss dog. high school, bro. I, I miss the marching band. Bro. Oh, Those were like the days, man." For me, those are the days. No, bro, but like when we were just all mm-hmm. like, it's just crazy to me that like we right. grow now. Like I'm over here really doing a podcast show, dog. Like I'm doing adult stuff. I got multiple businesses. And like I'm about to completely revamp my life as it is, and it's just like, damn, I was really in high school doing that. Like that was cool. I'll do it again, but I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm trying to make some more <laughs> memories off of this. But oh my gosh, okay, so let me shut up because Adam went off on too many tangents. Tell me, tell me about how you and Ben were were some positive influences. Wait, repeat that. Sorry, what you got going? 
Oh, it's not. Yo, hello? Wait, say it again. I can hear you. In music. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you good. You good. Okay, okay go I'm going to repeat it one <laughs> more time. Can you hear me now? Okay. All right, bet. Tell me how band made you so, want to pursue like, music when I full graduated time after, after you graduated. Instantly, I didn't instantly have like the the mindset of making music at the time. It was just like, okay, I did what I had to do. Boom, I'm done. But then like gradually I, I was like reminiscing on the different songs that was playing and like, you know, when Mr. Wong came through, like he was like, you know, throwing in these classic songs, these ba- these bangers. I was like, oh, this is smooth. Like, I was just, I feel like I was in New Orleans with this tuba. And then, like, you know, after everything was done, I'm like, dang, okay, I'm done. Then I tried to go back into piano. Then, like, you know, my pa- um, my teacher passed away. So it kind of, I kind of, like, did, like, a stop for music for some time because I ain't really had, like the motivation to make any type of music at the time. So that's when I revert to um doing dancing. And then, you know, I've been doing dancing. I've been listening to all types of hip-hop, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Then that's when I'm slowly trying to build myself up or build up that motivation to do um, music again or try to um, make my own music, you know? So, but... Band really did like a big part in my life for mm-hmm. me to do music. Besides playing piano, band did like created that creative side of me, you know, knowing that I could do so many things on the tuba, play this type of song on the tuba, play this, say that. You could actually create a whole song just by using different instruments, and it blew my mind. I was like, yeah, you could do that. I was like, okay, bet. So, yeah. Okay, bet, 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 bet. Um, so, kind of to like wrap us up and close us out. When exactly did it hit you? Because I remember you said your your teacher passed. When exactly did it hit you to want to like, in a sense of my podcast, like start over and really focus and feel like you found your thing that really truly makes you happy? Like when when would you say? Like, go ahead and, like, so, describe that's a that good question, not going to lie. If you, if you um, can. In, like, it your best really shot up when I was 19. That's when I really... That's when everything starts to come together. You know, that's when I start back. Um, Like, going back real quick, like, when I was a little younger, you know, I was still trying to dread. I was trying to get over it, this and that. But, you know, it was kind of hard for me to move on from that point. But when 19 hit, that's when I'm like, okay, let me... Get into let me see what's up. That's why I did a little research. It's not then when 20 come, that's when I took it seriously, or you know, that's when like I got my own equipment and this and that, but not yet. I was still rocking with my homeboy in his house. And then around 20 or 22, like probably like pre COVID around that, or when COVID about to come, um, that's when I was able to get my own equipment and stuff. And then that's when it was crunch time, start building a portfolio, start letting people know, like, hey. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm here to 
make something new. You know what I'm saying? Make a new, fre- like a, something fresh. You know what I'm saying? Something that y'all never heard. Or something that's like unique in some ways. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right, bet, bet it up, bet it up. Well, right. that's that's crazy. That's a that's a wild story. You feel me? Like it's just wild to me to to hear people find like I don't know. And this is gonna be more of a me thing, but I love I love hearing this. You know what I mean? Like being able to hear your story from how you started off working on piano all the way up to you know your teacher dying, like right. you know. This just goes to show that the path is not like straight. You get what I'm saying? Like the path is gonna have highs, path is gonna have lows, path is gonna knock you off of it, and you ain't gonna know what it is you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. like it's crazy to just hear how you kind of found yourself. And you know, it's it's, it's like stuff like that made me, and I feel like should like your story is very inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like. You went from really humble beginnings of just rocking out on the piano mm-hmm. to meeting up with your homeboy, chilling out on your homeboy couch, you know what I'm saying? To to finally getting into the music biz and actually making music the way you are. Right, to, right. Like with, with your <laughs> portfolios and how hopefully, you know, in the future you might have merchandise and stuff. Like you doing some things and... No, like, no, I really feel like that should be congratulated because, dude, like, you're out there choreographing, making music, dropping fashion, um, right. building up right. portfolio. You got a business, and, like, more people need to talk about stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really important that more people, more people hear that not only young people are doing this, but older people as well. And, you know... Granted, mm-hmm. some people might look at it as I got into the game late or mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't start it. Like your primary example, you out here, you like you doing it <laughs> like I, I I need you guys to really go follow this man and see what he is doing. Because if you go on his Instagram, bro, every single day, every single day. No, nah, it's nothing to laugh about. It's some real stuff. Every single day, this man is dropping some music every single day. Like the hustle is real. Like he gets up. He he turns on his studio mm. and he, all he's doing is reaching out to his right. fans and like you see what it can do you know because a lot of people are scared to start and you know just hearing you speak you know even even in the beginning you know you didn't know that this was what you wanted to do you had to find it and it took certain things to happen for you to find what it was that you needed to do and like you're doing it you know, and that's just that's just crazy. That's just that's just mind blowing to me. Like that is just almost awe inspiring. Like you got me wanting to get up <laughs> and start dropping music now. Like, I mean, I, I I don't make music like you, but like you know, you got me up ready to go out and just hop on a track. But like, you know what I'm saying? Quick, like, you make me like, want to go to the store and like start building yeah, up my own. It was brand. like it's not that easy to like you know build that um. That mindset, no, you feel me? Like it really took some time. Like during those middle times, I literally had to like learn, teach myself certain things, watch certain things, this and that. Like who can I learn from? Who, who I could turn to? Who I could talk? I have some trials and tribulations there and there, but like you know, for anybody who wants, oh, 
I mean, like, it's not it's not too crazy, but, like, you know, there's Talk been moments where, like, I me, did, you know, I have gotten discouraged from times where, like, I didn't want to make nothing. Like, moments where, like, I'll put out a beat and nobody listened to it. I'm just like, dang. Okay, I guess this is trash. I don't, like, I literally get, like, that moment where I tell myself that, but I say, no, 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 no. I'm leaving it on there. I'm going to wait. I'm going to just, just keep putting out things. The thing is, the more you keep putting out things, there's going to be somebody who won't, you're going to catch their attention. They're going to be like, yo, I've been watching you for some time. I was just kind of hesitant to even talk to you, but keep doing what you're doing. You're going to have, you're going to walk into people like that in your life where they'll discover your talents and your gifts. You know what I'm saying? So like when you do photography and stuff, no, you didn't just come out with clean photos like that. You know what I'm saying? It took time. You had to practice. You had to, like, work with me and this and that. We had to, like, experiment on some things, this and that. You didn't just jump out making, like, abstract photos. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had the equipment. It's like you try to figure out how to execute it. You know what I'm saying? Or use the equipment to execute what you got to do. So, you know, all it is is you surround and also surround yourself with like-minded people. You know, some people that have the same ideas you or have the same motive as you, you know what I'm saying, or have an encourager in your group and, and that can inspire you to keep going forward, you know what I'm saying, yeah, it's gonna be, like, that's why social media is kind of dangerous, because you don't know who, like, and you gotta be careful who you follow, because sometimes you end up comparing yourself with other people, it's not, you don't need all that, you know what I'm saying, sometimes it's, you gotta, like, focus on what you have in front of you, it's not gonna be an overnight process, but it will take time. Just keep watering the plant. You know what I'm saying? Keep watering the plant. And it will grow from there. It's, we could be very impatient of what we try to build, but keep watering your plant. You know what I'm saying? It takes time. Patience. I'm even telling myself this on the daily. I'm not even big yet. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I try to, like, you know, be in certain um, places, you know, where people can know me at. Like this podcast, for example, I know it's going to help you and me in different ways. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, man. Of course. You, you, bro, you already know. Though, you already know from, from, from Get Up, like. We ain't talk about this. I mean, we have a me and me and Tommy kind of have like a little show like this on a um on a on my Instagram account where I was going on there and I kind of started something like this, but like I wasn't ready to do it yet. I'm not gonna lie. And like Tommy was one of those first people to really really motivate me. Like Tommy and I are like minded individuals, and Tommy's very right in that aspect where right. it's like when you meet the right person, you get a different type of drive to do what it is you're doing. Like I'll advocate for that. That's why I have this this show. Like I can't, bro. I can't not stop stressing this enough. The whole reason I have this show is because of everything that Tommy is saying. Like in life, there are gonna be trials and tribulations, and I'm I'm not trying to sound overly religious. And you know, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in, but I just cannot stress enough. There will be days where you will feel super duper right, low, right, and I agree with Tommy 100% about social media too. Social media will distract you more than it will, mm-hmm. will grow you. You have to know when it's distracting you. If you don't know, it'll it'll set you up for failure. I'm, I'm an example of that, I'm, and I'm all right with admitting that. But in that same sense, mm-hmm. once you realize that you know the stuff that you're doing doesn't happen overnight, 
And the stuff that you're doing, you got to grind for. And sometimes when you're grinding for whatever it is you're grinding for, right. you might have to start all over again because what you thought you were supposed to be doing wasn't really what you were supposed to be doing. And that's okay. Like, right. that is so okay. That's why you got to just start over again. Hence the name of the podcast, The Start Over, where we listen to stories like this where people go and they find themselves all over again. Like, listen to you talk about how you came from where you was at and how you was discouraged and how, like, it was hard from jump. But, like, now, you know, like, bro, I cannot advocate for this man enough. And it's not just because he's my friend, but I've literally seen his story. You dig? And it's it's so, it means the world to me that I get to sit and actually have this story here. Like, this is going to go down in history. Right. You know what I mean? Because one day I'm speaking it into existence. We both going to be big and life going to be chilling. You feel me? And I'm going to be able to invite this man to my crib and he going to be like, what's, what's popping, bro? We're going to be like, what's cracking? And like, we going <laughs> to talk about how we was back here from jump, like how I had right. the dirty red room. Well, my bedroom not dirty, but like how I had how I was in the room with the laptop and the mic. Right. You feel me? And room, laptop, mic, and a dream. Just like Tommy mm-hmm. being in his room with his laptop and these beats. And you could just you could just hear you can hear the drive, you know. And it's okay. It's okay if you're not right there yet. You feel me? It's all right mm-hmm. if you're not there yet. Because truth be told, you might not be there tomorrow right. or the next week or the next month or hell, maybe even the next year. But it's the fact that you keep it going because you know what you got to do. And, like, bro, I just want to tell you deeply, bro, I'm proud of you. And, like, just keep pushing, dog, because, like, you give me the inspiration to go ahead and keep doing this. And I'm going to keep on my hustle, and I'm praying and hoping that you keep on your hustle, too, because I already know, like, I really need y'all to go follow this man and, like, watch his story. Cause his story is amazing. Right. Like y'all, y'all heard the story. Yeah. Now you can yeah. actually see what's going on and what he's making of that story. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah. <laughs> I'm done with the whole preaching monologue because you know people people will be like, "This man talk too much." You did, but like you know, and I get pa- I get pa- like I'm sorry. I get passionate about I get passionate about stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like stiff stuff like this makes me gets me so hyped. Like. I didn't know at first what it was I wanted to do and like how I was supposed to do it. I didn't know if I was supposed to do it through my photography. I felt like that wasn't right. But like I knew I liked talking to people and like hearing stories. And this is like, bro, every time I hear this man's story, it gets me hyped. I love hearing this dude's story. And like now I get to finally have it on like a, a real platform that I feel like I can definitely, you know, help catapult his stuff because like now think of it this way like you're gonna share the podcast people gonna find you and people can actually hear your story instead of just like listen to the music because maybe like you said you know a lot of people are very nervous to like talk to people and now people can know that tommy doesn't bite you know what i'm saying and like tommy went through his own struggles and tommy had to get to where he needed to get to because he had to go through some things like his teacher dying and getting through COVID and sleeping on his homeboy couch like Mm -hmm. these are all things that he had to go through to get to where he's at now and where he's at now (laughs) is great you know it's some real stuff (laughs) but yeah i ain't gonna monologue no more because i'll be here all day I over here sounding like a little youth pastor, you feel me? <laughs> Man, but yeah, please be sure to uh, check out my dog on all the socials. I'm going to leave them down in the description. So, but just in case y'all IG, lazy, don't feel like going um, in there. The Wavy, go ahead and tell them all the socials and all the places they can reach you. 
double P-I-E. And they all lowercase, all together. It's all merged together. Right now, that's the only social media I mainly use. I kind of use my Facebook. It's just wavy hippie, same thing. Um, it's spaced out. Um, I do have a SoundCloud if y'all want to check out my beats and whatnot. It's the same name again. Or you'll see it in my bio. And you can just click on the link and then you can just check it out and see this and that. I might have to put more stuff on there soon, but we're, we're getting there. So that, that's pretty much it. Hey, man, like you said, it's coming soon. So all of y'all, y'all mark this day in y'all calendar. <laughs> this is the day that Geo and Wavy chopped up on the podcast and... His stuff took off. You feel me? This is where it starts, bro. This is your first show. You feel me? Sure. To many, many more shows. I can already see that my boy gonna be one of the biggest ones in the game and all of that. But um, yeah, I ain't gonna keep beating a dead horse. Uh thank you so much, everybody that tuned in. We really appreciate you guys. Yes, and also a really, really, really special thank you to the one and only Wavy Hippie for hopping on to the podcast today. And um, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and cut it out. All right. And that is a wrap. Let's take it back from the top.